Got your whiskey? Yep. All righty. What's up, guys? Could be fun if we go too long. Yeah. <laughs> it's Evan and who? Pops. Pops. Woo! Okay. Um, that started a long time ago. I, I called my dad Pops. Yep. I still call him Pops. Indeed. So, uh, we tried another subject, um, but we've agreed to switch to this one. Yeah, because we didn't like it. Yeah. Well, okay. That's okay. not true. That's not true. We liked it a lot. Well, yeah. But it's very hard to explain. It's a very interesting topic to look at individually. Yeah. I wasn't. Or, I wasn't as prepared as I should yes. have been, you know, because I work. So <laughs> he he actually works for a living. Yes. <laughs> um, but 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 let's just get right into it. Um, let's roll, man. I let's haven't roll. even I haven't even told him the topic yet. Okay. I know it. I it's know uh, it. it's the Vincent Van Gogh suicide. Yeah. Quotation marks. Okay. Suicide. Um. So that is absolutely not the way I'd go. Yeah. So so he was born March thirtieth, eighteen fifty three, in the Netherlands, right? Really? Yeah. Um. See, which I, is I learned stuff too. Yeah. I mean, he was the oldest surviving child of you know the parents, which um would eventually have five younger siblings. You know, he would eventually have five. Um, uh, the only one he would actually form a close relationship with uh, was Theo, his right. brother. His brother. Yep. Which we'll get into later. Uh, despite his good grades, he actually left um, primary school quite early, um, at age sixteen. I mean, they kind of did that back then, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, he did that to um, he did that to pursue uh, pursue an apprenticeship as an art. Like, well, I mean, art he was right? he was digging the art. Uh, he began the... his art career as an apprentice uh, with Goupil and C. So, sure. Yeah, they were an international art dealer, uh, where his uncle was a was a painter, all right, or was a partner. Um, his first work for Goupil, um, in The Hague, um, then in London, and then finally in Paris, where he was dismissed from the company, um, in eighteen seventy six, two days after his twenty third birthday. Happy birthday! <laughs> you get fired. You're fired. You are out of here. Um, now, do you know why he got fired? No, I never said. Okay. I'm I didn't know. I just I, I'm just asking. Going, yeah. I'm not trying to throw you off, so no, I'm no, no, just no, no, I know. I'm just I'm just going to assume he didn't do good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, but I mean, he's young, he's disposable. Why else? Uh, um in 1881 uh 5 years um after wandering Europe and bouncing between dead end jobs um such as a lay preacher. A what? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't either. Um, Vincent moved back in with his parents, right? I have to Google that one real quick. Who worried about their son's lack of direction in life. Well. Theo, who had also gone to work for the art dealer with Goupil and C, uh, uh, or he, he, he went there. But he had actually risen through the ranks and became a manager, um, you know, and then began sending his older brother, uh, who was jobless, uh, money. Money. Yeah. yeah. For the next few year, uh, few years, Vincent would move out of uh, move out for periods of time, uh, but he would return, of course, always home to his parents, because when you got that money, you're feeling good. You're saying I'll move out. When you got that money from your brother, you're saying I'll move out. When you're not getting that money from your brother, you're saying oh, my God. I think I'm gonna hang out. Yeah. Um. In 1884, Vincent, now in his 30s. Yikes. 
Yeah, wanted to start paying Theo back for all the support, right? Yeah. Uh, that he had given him over the years. Uh, Vincent began selling uh, or sending his paintings to Theo in Paris for him to sell. Unfortunately for all parties, uh, Vincent's work was not what people, uh, not what the people of Paris were looking for. Could you believe it? Um, over the next five years, Vincent's life uh, would appear to once again be uh, mired by folly as he uh, started a failed art collective and continued his nomadic ha- habitation of Europe. He just traveled all around Europe. That's what it means in layman's terms. Um, yeah, it kind of sounds like he's just pe- backpacking Europe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just trying to find some work in general. Um, oh, goodness, I'm lost. <laughs> the, you know, I mean, Welcome to my during world. this period, uh, however, the style now associated with Vincent began to take form. So he finally got started or started l- getting looked at. Um he finally got started taking, uh, getting a good look at what he's getting. You know, starting to sell paintings, starting to sell paintings, and then uh, in 1888, uh, he severed his own work. So the classic Vincent Van Gogh cut off his own ear. And you want to know why? I do. He wrapped it up as a present for a sex worker. Shut up! That's not true. It's true. It is not true. It's true. There's no way that's true. Um, Vincent was admitted to the hospital where he stayed until early 1889. Uh, for the next few months, however, uh, Vincent struggled with his mental health, eventually checking himself into a psychiatric... He cut psychiatric his own ear off. Of course he suffered yeah. with his mental health. Uh, he, he checked himself into a psychiatric hospital in May. Uh, during his one-year stay at the hospital, which is a very long time to stay in a psychiatric ward. Yeah, it is. That's a lot of... That's lift, a very lift, long lift time. right there. Um, a, little, a lot of Thorazine. Eventually checking himself uh, out. Um, what? I'm so confused. Um, oh, yeah. During his uh, one-year stay, uh, he made some of s- some of his most famous masterpieces in the in the psych ward. So, I mean, in his first year, or in his first week there, he started painting the irises in the asylum's garden. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. He was a big sunflower painter. Yeah. While Vincent uh, considered the painting nearly a st- uh, merely a study, Irises is considered one of his most iconic pieces. The Starry Night, now one of the most famous paintings in the entire world, right? Um, uh, it depicts the view of a window in the asylum enhanced uh, by Vincent's <laughs> imagination, right? Um, you know the Starry Night, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, yeah. one of the most... It's oh, yeah. one of the most famous ever. Ever. And, yeah. um, you know, and it, it, yeah, it depicted the view uh, from a window in the asylum enhanced by Vincent's imagination, uh, which obviously was a pretty big one. Um, in January of 1890, Theo and his wife welcomed their newborn son, Vincent William Van Gogh. Well, isn't that in nice of it? Into the world, right? Named after the infant's uncle, Vincent sent them his famous painting. Uh, wait, wait. Yeah. Almond Blossom. From the hospital as a gift for his new nephew. All told, while, he, while in the asylum, guess how many paintings he made? How many? Uh, 150 paintings in a year. Ooh. In a year. That's ridiculous. That's um, a lot. I mean. And by 1890, his work was finally being exhibited and receiving positive reviews. Um, so. In 18 what? What 90, year? 90. Oh, you got to be kidding me. 
Yeah. <laughs> After being released from the mental hospital in May, uh, Vincent moved to Orverusuo, um, an area with uh, other artists not far from Paris, which allowed for him to easily visit Theo's parents and fa- uh, family in Paris. Um, and on one such visit in July, uh, Theo told his brother he was greatly considering starting his own business. Um, this news greatly unsettled Vincent, who not only felt like a burden to his brother, who was still supporting Vincent, but also worried about the impact of Theo taking this gamble on his own finances. Come on, man. You're not going to support your brother's business just because you're not going to get a good financial out of it automatically? It's kind of the way it works. Yeah, but come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Well, I, I mean, he had, he had family to start thinking about now. I mean, he had a kid now. Yeah, but you know, he had to start thinking. He had to think like that. And I, and look, I'm, I, you know, I don't know. You can go back and forth on this one, but you know, you start having a family, you can't invest in. <laughs> you gotta think, man. He was thirty something years old. He did not have a good track record with money. No, no, that's not Vincent. <laughs> no, that's his brother. Who was investing? Yeah, Theo was supposed to invest in Vincent stuff. Is that right? No. So it's the other way around? Yeah. No, Theo Theo told his brother he was greatly considering starting his own business. Oh. Yeah. Well, now he should have cut his other ear off. Yeah, no. Uh, but <laughs> but it, that's why Vincent was worried because he wouldn't have the money he usually had because Oh. Of so yeah. he was being a douchebag. Because he was an artist. And he wasn't sure. No offense to artists. Sorry. Douchebag. I don't mean anything by that. It's just you don't know where your next paycheck's going. After, after lunch uh, on July 27th. 1890? Uh, yeah, 1890. Uh, Vincent left the Ravu in where he was staying in Arvers, uh with his easel and painting supplies. Yep. It was a warm evening, so the innkeepers and guests were enjoying dinner outside after sunset when Vincent arrived. He shuffled past without exchanging any words. He uh, also notably had none of the belongings he left with and had his jacket buttoned up all the way despite the rigorous heat. He clutched his abdomen and limped up uh, the stairs to his room. Gustave Ravel, uh, the owner of the inn, went to check on Vincent. The artist was curled up in his bed, and when Gustave uh, asked him what was the matter, uh, Vincent replied, I wounded myself. He lifted his clothing to reveal a bullet hole under his ribs. Um, Theo well, that can't be good. Obviously not. Uh, Theo arrived midday on the 28th to find Vincent in bed smoking. Vincent Van Gogh died just after midnight, cradled by his brother telling him, I want to die like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... And, and now, after hearing the backstory... Let's get into the theories, baby. Conspiracies. Okay. Um, so Vincent, uh, the first theory is that Vincent was a troubled genius who shot himself in a wheat field, which nobody will believe after I tell you what. I'm sorry. It still seems the most likely to me. According to Adeline Raveau, the then 13-year-old daughter of the inn owner, Gustave. But he makes a good argument. Vincent had gone toward the wheat field where he had painted before. During the afternoon, as my father understood it, Vincent shot himself and fainted. The coolness of the gun to finish himself, or wait, the coolness of the of the night revived him. On all fours, he looked for the gun to finish himself off, but he could not find it. Then Vincent got up and climbed down the hillside to return to our house. End quote. Perhaps yeah. No one, 
uh, you see, perhaps no one was more adamant about the theory than Vincent himself. Witnesses recalled Vincent saying, I wounded myself in the fields. I shot myself with a revolver. He was em- emphatic, saying, do not accuse anyone. It is I who wanted to kill myself. Um, uh, witnesses did say, however, that Vincent appeared confused as he lay dying. Replying to the police's question of, did you intend to commit suicide with? I think so. Well, that does seem a little odd. Yeah, but, you know, he was crazy before. Uh, I'll give a little bit of an argument to him, uh, but here's where I really have the issue with this. All right, please do. Vincent had also, in the past, morbidly joked about suicide. He also told Theo that, uh, quote, or that he would, quote, cease to be. If he ever felt that he had be- uh, begun a burden or nuisance to his brother, could f- uh, could his fear of... Um, could his fear of complicating his soon-to-be unemployed brother, uh, a brother's life, have driven him to kill himself one hot afternoon? Heck no. Absolutely not. You don't know. Van Gogh was a, he was a wacky dude, man. While this story is the one Vincent seemingly wanted the world to know, there are some glaring issues about it. For one, <laughs> Vincent was shot in the abdomen below his ribs, which is an odd position to take uh, his own life if he had been aiming for his heart. Um, additionally... The fact that the bullet did not exit Vincent's body suggests that there was some distance between Vincent and the gun. More distance than Vi- uh, more distance than Vincent, uh, no, uh, could have achieved on his own. It's also suspicious that Vincent allegedly dropped the gun so far out of reach that when he came to, he couldn't find it to finish the job. That's a good point. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. I mean, we talked about this a little bit before yeah. we started. And, you know, I'm kind of sitting here thinking, you know, a lot of that depends on the gun, which we've now seen pictures of the gun. It looks like a kind of a musket-type gun. Handgun, not musket rifle. Uh, you know, it looked like small cannonballs, basically. And, you know, if they didn't put enough gunpowder in it, and you know, there's no sharp points mm-hmm. on a musket. You know, I'm not... I'm not convinced it would go through a body. I'm about to hit you with something else. Hit me else. with it. Hit me with it. Um, uh, yeah, wait. Um, yeah, he's not what's more, if he had actually passed out for hours like he said he did, right. his wound would have been much bloodier than it was when he returned to the inn. It was not bloody enough for it to be three hours or four hours like he said it was. Okay. He said he was laying on the ground for like three and a half hours. The, the the cold woke him up, and then he just came to and was like, gotta go back. Gotta look for the gun to finish the well, job. I, I mean, you know, I, I see where you're going with this, but it, it, I just gotta ask the question, though. It begs the question of, I mean, he was alive for two days. Why didn't he name the killer? <laughs> if what? it was somebody else, why wouldn't he say... It was no, so-and-so that shot me. He wasn't alive for two days. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. He did not die immediately. <laughs> Either way, I've, I've seen the reports I'm seeing are two days. Oh, yeah, you're right. It might have actually been two days. I well, mean, it just I mean, kind of begs the question. the questioning. That, I mean, mostly because he would have been killed. Either way, you know? I mean, but I don't know, man. <sighs> Apart from the hard-to-explain ballistics, no one knows where Vincent would have gotten the gun. 
Now that that's actually a good question. Um, I mean that that's a good question because he wouldn't have been card carrying an NRA member probably yeah. back then. Um, in addition to the questions the physical evidence raises, Vincent was a religious man who condemned suicide, calling it wicked and a demonstration of moral cowardice. At one point prior to his death, he even said, I really do not think I am a man with such inclinations. Anytime he did have thoughts of suicide, it was always by the way of drowning, saying, I can understand people drowning themselves. That crap is weird. That is weird. That is but he's a weird dude. Weird. He cut his own ear off, for I mean, Pete's sake. Is, Come on, man. That is so weird. Um, here's, here's another theory for you. All right, bring it on. Uh, Nafaya and Smith suggest that Vincent was shot by some local boys and that Vincent protected their identities. To begin, it's worth going back to get a better picture of what life was like for Vincent in all this, right? Why? I mean, I, I will tell you. Uh, Oh, very well then. Hey, don't get snippy with me. He was known to be, uh, quote, eccentric, and when he would approach, <laughs> yeah, and when he so. would approach people in the street to ask if if they would sit for him, most people retreated. His appearance didn't help matters. With wild hair, ratty clothes, and you know, a missing ear. Um, <laughs> you know, I have seen pictures. As you know, of the dude, and he was a little. As is often the case, uh, the worst bullies were the teenage boys. Uh, they would pretend to be nice to the artist to gain his trust, then pull pranks on him, like throwing salt in his coffee, rubbing chili or yeah, chili paper on a, on a dry paintbrush. Vincent tended to tended to suck, and putting a snake in his box of painting supplies. Well, that's a little messed up. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, one of the boys who would tease Vincent was Rene Secretin, who said our favorite game was making him angry, which was easy. <laughs> it was too easy. Mm, indeed, that's the that's the boy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I've stumbled across something. What's up, man? And uh, it, it uh, I mean, I don't know how far along you are, but I have stumbled across. An article mm -hmm. in the art newspaper okay. dot com. Give credit where credit's due. Uh, gotcha. All right. The top ten reasons why the murder story is a myth. Mm. I see. Now before you get all boonswoggled over there. Okay. Let me let me read them out to you. Go for it. And it's and 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 this kind that's of that's all I had. That that's that, all you. That's got. all. It's, yep. uh, okay. Good. Good. All right. So it, it, the top ten reasons. Now I don't know if there's more than ten. These are just the top ones. Top, top very <laughs> but, top ten. Yes. But these are the top ten. I am Legends on Netflix. He had to go that route. Heck yeah. Uh, all right. So the number one reason would be Vincent's doctor believed it was suicide. Hmm. All right, so there's a reason for that. Vincent's doctor was a very close friend of his. Sure. And he would have fought tooth and nail to prove, uh, I mean, I guess to prove otherwise if it were mur murder, basically. Yeah, but there was no gun found, and there was no more art supplies ah, in the field. Hold on, hold on. We're getting there. 
But now I see I see where you're going with that. I see where you I see where you're at with that. The Ripper. Yeah, not very good. They've got a Jack the Ripper documentary. Uh, are you gonna let me get through oh, this, or are you just gonna? I'm gonna watch let Netflix you get through it, man. I'm gonna let you get through it. All right. So number two is Theo believed it was suicide, and let me just say the top seven uh, uh, reasons why they don't think it was murder is somebody believed that it was a suicide. I'm just saying, I, it's what it says. However, the last three are a little more compelling than somebody believed it was See, suicide. There's tons of people that believe that that Virginia double dribble wasn't a double dribble. Does uh, that make it not a double dribble? Hey, we didn't say we're going into Auburn basketball. I just saying, I'm making an example. You're right, though. It was definitely a double dribble. Double dribble. So Theo thought it was suicide. Ticky tack foul. And, and friends believed it was suicide. And mainly right. because they they had said that he had tried to commit suicide a year earlier. To the day? Uh, no, not because if it was to, to the, the day, day, then we got something else to talk about. Vincent had tried to kill himself the year before, April of eighteen eighty nine. That's close. I don't buy it. Four months after cutting his ear off. Sure. Vincent had written to Theo, if I was without your friendship, I would be sent back without remorse to suicide. And however cowardly I am, I would end up going there. That actually kind of sounds like he doesn't really want to commit suicide. You weren't correct. I'm trying to get better now, like someone who, having wanted to commit suicide, finding the water too cold. So he... If he did try to commit, he tried to commit it by drowning. It would be a by drowning, yes. Yeah. That's my whole point. Not committing suicide the right way. Well, I mean, a lot of people don't commit suicide the right way. I mean, what's the right way? His right way. Well, his way, I guess. So the church believed it was suicide. Henry Tessier, the Catholic priest, refused to allow the funeral service to be held in his church because he committed suicide. So that would, in in Catholic times, that would be but these are all bad just, news. These are all just... I know. The police, the police, the police, which is a group of people, the police believe that it was also suicide. So, and now we get down to the final three. Mm-hmm. All right. Vincent faced a difficult time in the final months. So uh-huh. May 1890. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh he was having a he was having a uh I guess a bad time. Uh uh Theo had just got married, had the baby, and uh and he was kind of worried about the financial stuff. Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, that's pretty much kind of all it says about that part. I have evidence. You just have claims from people saying. I, I'm. I'm telling you. I just stumbled across this article. I figured it would be. It would fit in. It would fit in. I. Okay. It's gonna fit in. Whether you like it or not, or whether you want to admit it or not, it still fits into the. It to fits, the episode. It fits in, yes. You are correct, but I just don't buy it. And, all right, so here's the second to the last one. Renee 
Secretan. Okay. Uh, would have been the purported killer, the murderer, the shooter, yeah. whatever. Uh, he never confessed, and and had said that he left where he was, Van Gogh, and like hours before. Sure. I got no, you know, there's no apparent alibis, no. Um, well, I'm sorry. That's it. Does say that he had an apparent alibi, uh, which would be uh, some friends saying that they saw him or whatever. And now the last one. What you got? The gun. What's the gun? The gun was found in 1960, buried in 1960. By who? I don't know by who. It was in their field. How was that? It was in the field, in the same field that he was at. I understand that it was buried, but how is that not good for Van Gogh? But but because had it been somebody else's gun, don't you think they would have taken it with them? Not if it was a murder weapon. Anyway, it sold for like one hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars. A ridiculous amount of money for that. Hello. And I mean. Okay, I'm. I, I, that's that's the top ten. I mean, that's all I got. Well, and I mean, I think I made my point very, very strongly that I I thought it was the bull. You know, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> well, let me hang on. Now, I'm not trying to be mean or say anything ugly or anything, but they've got a picture of Renee Secretariat here. Do I want to see it? No, I mean. I just, I mean, he would have had to have a gun because he was just a, he was a, a creepy. small, creepy. You can say creepy too. He he looked like a school teacher. Now, granted, this was eighty years old. He was at eighty years old, oh. not, not. I, I guess in eighteen ninety because he was eighty in nineteen fifty seven. So, so he would have been a young boy then. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he'd have been a oh. youngster. Yep, definitely would have needed a. Definitely would have a gun. <laughs> would have had to have a gun. Cause, Van, I mean, Van Gogh was a, was a significantly fit man. Was he now? Yeah, I mean, minus the ear. I mean, I mean he, he was he was rough looking, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was. But, man. Yeah. I mean, and that's I, all I'm I, sorry, but the gun is just a small. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't necessarily think that the distance behind it is. Has anything to do with it, but I'm not as ballistics. I'm not a ballistics expert, nor am I a gun expert. All righty. Well, that's all I got for you guys today. What do you think, Dad? Folks, it's been a pleasure. Been a pleasure. Yeah, I've enjoyed myself. So you've come to the conclusion that he killed himself? No. No. Oh yes, yes. Do I think? Yes, I do. I do believe he killed himself. I just think he did it a dumb way. And I, uh, I believe that. He's coming around to it. You can no, tell by the look on I his face. I believe he got killed by the child. Um, but, yeah, that's all we got. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we appreciate it a lot. Um, but that's that's all the ums I've got for you today. Yeah, and you uh, heard his little brother in there. So uh, yeah. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Good night. See you, guys.